In a world where technology and marketing collide, two heroes rise to help make sense of it all, one podcast at a time. Welcome to Mo and Joe's Epic Tech Talks. Hey everyone, we're back after a brief hiatus because because it's my fault, right, Joe? It's the Mo and Joe Epic Tech Talk Show. I, all your fault. I can't even remember what the name of the show is. I know. Joe's been mocking me because I've been so busy, quote unquote. Yeah. But, you know, unlike wow. him, I don't have a big <laughs> job. And I, I have just, to be on the road a lot. So. I just uh, I just realized <laughs> that on occasion, the, the you know, the... The, uh, the the people some of the people I work with listen to this, and so I have to, you know, I have to make sure they know that I was busy too. And, oh, yes, you were. But and, that's the thing, you know. <laughs> we, we well, you're want, always busy. We don't want RF getting the wrong ideas. Oh you know? no, no, that of course not. Yes, yeah, yeah. You know, he knows that we're 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 all out for the the bigger picture, mm-hmm. but yeah. Usually it's you that's so busy, so you know. Well, you were gallivanting. You were gallivanting. Yeah. So. Wow, actually, that's a word my mother uses. Holy well, cow, Joe! Your mother, your mother is a wise lady. Wise lady. Uh, you were gallivanting, and you were in. Uh, and we're going to talk about this on the show. So it's you know it's a good segue. Is uh, oh yeah. One of the things we're at two subjects today, right? Isn't that what we agreed to? We got two things. Yes. Yeah. Isn't that what our oh. minions negotiated? It's like the Chinese and Trump. Like we're negotiating topics. No, but trade. they're not negotiating. They're beating each other up. <laughs> so true. in this case, it's more like, well, this is all we can squeeze into thirty minutes. So <laughs> <laughs> and we are. We're trying to keep these tight now to thirty minutes for our That's listeners. Right. Yes. It's um, all good. But you and your travel, you were in. Um, was it L.A. this year, uh, the Mobile World Congress Americas? Did it move to Los Angeles from San Francisco? It did. Uh, it's yep. going to stay in Los Angeles, too. So I think that's where they're going to camp out for sure now. But, so, yeah, Mobile World Congress Americas. Yes, so. that's topic number two. We're going to talk about that second, I believe. Okay. And, but first, we wanted to – and, you know, it's a couple days dated now, but, you know, uh, we have to provide our POV on what happened at the Apple event. And I suppose – Actually, we're still quite timely. Uh, iOS 12 uh, just got released, and yep. so people can start to experience some of the things um, that we're about to talk about. And um, would you like to provide your opening perspective on the Apple event and iOS 12? Well, let me just tell you, I would say iOS 12 is a must-download right now kind of thing. Whoa. Um, right? Right off the bat. I did it last night. Um I think the the biggest most groundbreaking thing, which is debatable between you and I, is the memojis. You remember how mm-hmm. excited I was. I do. And I'm going to send you quite a a, a flurry of memojis after this call, just so you can see <laughs> what I've created. But it's an amazing thing. Uh, I think, you know, it's all about the personalization. Um, it's a fun thing, right? And if, for those of the the listeners that don't know what I'm talking about, memojis are emojis. That are animated, so they're. If you have an iPhone 10 or the new phones, and I think even the uh, the sevens will do this too, right? We've, it it can react to your face. So as you talk, the emoji will talk to you, and then you record it and send it out. But the key is these will look exactly like you, or close to what you think you look like, because they give you customization options. So, whoa, it's pretty cool. Do the hair, skin color, everything. And then they have a few new ones, of course, on the Animoji side. I think one's like an alien snake thing um, and the ghost. There's a ghost and a tiger one, too, that yeah. would be pretty new. But I think overall, the Memoji is going to change. It's like the new digital af- avatar that 
can mimic who you are, right? So we're we're moving in this direction of completely creating a uh, a digital persona. Yep. Really? Yeah. Agree. Agree. Yeah. I want to be um, a dinosaur or a ghost. You are a dinosaur, especially yeah. when it comes to Apple Watches. But we can talk about that after. <laughs> <laughs> We'll come back so, to that. We'll come back yes. to that. Yes. Nice. You know, I, I told nice, you to buy one. <laughs> nice moves. That was smooth. That was quite smooth. I, had I to slid say. that right in there. You did. And you see it coming. So, but I think yes, uh, the Momoji is the the coolest thing I've seen. Um, so it's definitely got a a hint of the Instagram world and mm-hmm. Snapchat world yep. embedded in it too. Yep. Um, stickers and text are now available inside the message app. Um, and in FaceTime as well. So all of this stuff can be done in FaceTime. So I think, you know, Apple's getting smart about how people like to have fun yeah. and personalize things. Yep. Um, yeah. And you want to feel, particularly for, you know, a younger audience, you, you, you want to bring people into the ecosystem and it needs to feel like, you know, it's a, uh, a fun environment and not, you know, it's interesting. The iPhone is now 10 years old. And <clears throat> Wow, that's right. 11, really, I think 20, 2007. And so this is not your grandfather's iPhone if you think about that like they're they're starting to deal with that a little bit particularly as we you know move into and I know this is the software side but as you move into like the conversation about the hardware uh, particularly trying to differentiate the new iPhone 10 models from the, the one that came out last year is not as easy to do right um, so anyways just a thought for me on on uh, kind of some of where this is going and this idea of a um, uh, of a digital persona of a new way of communicating through, um, you know, the emojis. Uh, clearly, we've had emoji keyboards for a while now. I mean, uh, stickers was another um, thing that that Apple um, had introduced a while ago, but but has enhanced for iOS 12. Um, so, you know, whether it's in FaceTime or messages, you know, you can use all of these filters and stickers and, and text, uh, as well as the emoji and the emoji. So, um, they want you to have fun uh, with iOS 12, and and um, in doing so, I think they take what can be a high ticket item and make it at least seem more tangible for, um, and not only older of us, because I'm not just saying that you know using these using these tools are um, for young people, but you know clearly I think it applies to a. Uh, a sub-segment of folks that aren't necessarily entirely comfortable in solely looking at static pictures and using real uh, alphabet letters, you know. So, <laughs> you mean not emojis, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I have to say, that's not what I was most excited about. What were, you, what were you most excited about? Are you kidding me? Spot repeated passwords. Because <laughs> it's hard for you to remember your... One, two, three, four passwords. Really? Really, Joe? (laughs) Dude, they're still in an Excel sheet. (laughs) Unencrypted. So. Dear Lord. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe they're encrypted. No, I'm I'm lying because I don't want people to like, you know. So if there are any hackers listening in the audience, you know how to crack Joe's phones. They're they're encrypted. You can't Mm -hmm. get to them. Mm -hmm. Very tight uh, Excel encryption methodology. Anyway. Right. No, it's cool. It's like, you know, these are, this is what you commonly would use and then it helps you. Uh, suggest strong passwords when you sign up for something based on um, sort of the parameters of that password. So right. I, I, I like it. Oh, I agree. I do think it's it's up there on my list. Not yeah. the top like emojis, but definitely, you know, anything to make it even easier to use the phone, of course. Of course. What else? What else? What about the, the uh, 
let's see, the, the photo sharing and the AI built in. Yes. So it can start well, Google has been people. doing this for a while. That's true. Yep. But see, that's the thing is if you don't have a Pixel yeah. uh, 2 or like I do, um, which you don't. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> but now, which is one of the things I love about the Google side of things, the Android side, is they have a lot of their AI built into the mobile OS. Now Apple's getting into the game. And so stuff like for you, you know, your daughter shows up in there a lot now these days. It'll just let uh, start recognizing that, grouping them together. You can tag things um, and put together those collections that it does. It's really cool. I mean, it makes it easier to find stuff. Um, I don't necessarily think it's like super duper heavy AI, but it's it's enough to make it valuable, especially when you're trying to organize. Your, I mean, I never organize my phone pictures. I don't know about you. I just oh, it's so just, hard. No. I just try to say, when did I take that picture I want to find last month? So, you know, you scroll yeah. back up yep. and that thousands of photographs. But this is supposed to help you with that. Um, to get more accuracy. This starts offering suggestions as you start typing. So it has a type ahead feature. Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, and then the geotagging is in there too, so you can be like, "I was in Seattle last week, and that's where I want to see the pictures from." Well, that is how my photos are already organized. Of course, they are. Yeah, of course, because they think that is the default, basically. I see. Yeah, yeah it's just... <laughs> but you're not like cross-matching them in your other spreadsheet where you keep things, you know? No, they're organized by date, and then uh, it highlights the uh, the. Um, you know, the location. And then my wife, of course, has set up a shared photo uh, files to which mine right. just automatically upload. And I think somehow it get categorized within the albums uh, she has established. So That's cool. So like your family can start seeing, you know, she's walking now, her yeah. first word, that kind of stuff. That's exactly. awesome. Yeah. So there Let's you go. See. Photos. What about we, both, the... we both need help with photos. So I would say this is a check mark uh, for Apple. Yeah, okay. AI and photos is a good thing. Um, the, 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 the app tracking stuff, groundbreaking. Yes. What do you think? I don't really want to know how much time I spend on my phone. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is something I thought that, uh, I thought they had promised this, uh, a little earlier. Or we had heard more about this, uh, earlier, but, um, yeah, no, it's a big deal. And, um, um, I think all of us need to be a little bit more mindful of how much time we're spending on these things. And particularly for our Facebook fans out there that just scroll, all day and all night, you know. I do not. I do not. But um, I do know people that do. Yep. So, yep. Um, so how exactly does it work? I mean, I feel like uh, they talk about um, showing you, but I mean, can you set up like notifications? So if you're doing it for too long, uh, like if you're, it shows social networking and it shows that you know you've spent this much more time than last week, um, but you you go in there yeah. and you you have to, to, to seek this out. Are there, what I'm not sure of, I have to admit, I'm not sure. Are there notifications to say, why don't you chill out a little bit, you know? Right, like you've been on the phone for seven hours straight. Right, right. right? I'm going to have the minions check into that for me. I'm not sure if you know that, but I, I, I don't. Uh, we're going to look into that as we, as we go on. <laughs> we'll come back. I want to know. But it's, it's definitely a, a crossover. It's like a grown-up version of what you have here, because like, I have this for my son. Now, because we control uh, not this specific app, but we had an app, which is interesting because Apple's basically put a lot of these parental control apps out of business by doing this kind of thing. Now, granted, there's a um, a token economy that goes with a lot of these permission or 
screen time apps where if you use a certain amount of time or you can you know trade it in or you give them more time this is more just recording it mm-hmm. so um yeah i haven't hit a limit yet so i can't tell you what happens but it's gonna nudge you it says basically there's a get... there's a screen takeover right oh really so yeah. it's like an alert like stop yeah it says time <laughs> limit you've reached your limit on twitter now that being said immediately beneath that there's an, I think the president needs one of those. You, he definitely he, does. He I mean, needs he, to have that. <laughs> he needs he needs like automatic app deletion. But um, right. <laughs> there's a there's a there's a button, uh, hypertext link actually, right yeah. beneath it, which is just says ignore limit, so you can just x out of it. Right. But, it's just you know, a reminder. It's, it's just yeah. a reminder. <laughs> yeah. I think for kids you can adjust settings like you like yeah. you were saying. So. But I think that the fact that they're doing this, I mean, even uh, Android has this as well, but I think now these manufacturers are kind of holding themselves accountable for the addiction thing, which is a real thing. I mean, uh, it is, especially on social media, a lot of this stuff that's happening, they're trying to be at least proactive now by putting this in there and helping people understand, you know, just how much I think you and I should do this once you upgrade your software. Next episode, let's just talk about who spends more time on which apps. We'll we'll do a comparison. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm down with that. All right. Yeah, I'm sure you spend a lot of time in the stock app and uh, Breitbart or Bright, something Breitbart. like that. Breitbart. Drudge. <laughs> Drudge. Yeah, of course. Me, I'm more HuffPost and Instagram. Dude, so. I'm all. Uh, I'm all. I have the Ad Age app open all day long. Do you really? Of no, course you do. Kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Amazon, I'm sure you have that open all the time too. So, especially in meetings when you're shopping, you know, I know what you pull off. Me there. shopping. <laughs> well, speaking of shopping, I mean, anything else in iOS? Because I want to talk about shopping for hardware. Like, all right, one the, one thing yeah. is the augmented reality because I think it's important mm. to note they have the built-in measuring app now. So again, cool. Apple just yep. put a bunch of those measuring app companies out of out business. Of, sure did. But it's using. Um, the cameras and really accurate and you can basically put together, you can measure anything three-dimensional um, on your phone and then copy the dimensions and put it wherever you want, like in, in the notes or something like that. But it's pretty cool. And I'm sure it's going to be extended or opened up for other things too to you. So it'll be just a matter of time. And then the other AR is of course the team stuff where, you know, they, they announced AR kit two at the, uh, other conference, but now we're going to start seeing these apps come out where you can have multiplayer AR experiences, which is pretty crazy. So if you're playing a game and somebody else is in the room with you, you're going to be playing the same game and kind of have the the, the actual player in your game and have the the positioning and everything of that other player. So it's pretty cool. I think it's going to definitely open up the game side of things. And so that's where I think it's going to change how we look at AR, especially from multiplayer perspective. Sure. We've been talking about that. I mean, that's always been yeah. the promise is like, how are you going to get people into these worlds? And so you can play the, like the Lego AR game together. Um, it's a lot more yeah. interesting than watching, you know, just dragons fly around in the, while you're sitting at dinner, for example, at right. a nice restaurant, which I've done. Right. Oh, two more, two more, yeah. right? We have, you can do more than just the basic apps in CarPlay, which is good for you because you've got CarPlay, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Third party, Google Maps, Waze, all that kind of stuff is now going to be in your CarPlay. And then the other part is they have the scripted Siri thing. Yeah. Right? So yeah. That, that I yes. haven't seen yet. I, I don't yeah. think it's uh, 
I haven't seen it yet, so I'm not sure if it's in this release and it's coming real soon. But Well, I'm not sure if this is what you're talking about, but they talk about um, series getting better at answering questions uh, with regard to like food, which is a big one, like how much caffeine is there in, in coffee, for example, uh, and right. translating phrases between 50 different languages. Nice. So, oh, I mean, so I feel it's like... It's almost like Google. <laughs> all, it's getting there. It's And here's one. Here's one. Integration with the password thing. This is huge. So, mm-hmm. ask Siri to remember your password. They show it on wow. the screen. They don't read it out. But, like, Siri... That's helpful, you see. That is helpful. Now, I'm talking more about the shortcuts part, which I didn't see in this release, but it's supposed to come soon, which is where you kind of script multiple Siri actions together and then kind of automate a, a like an entire you know action so yeah again it's a lot like how uh google has put it into their assistant where you can have your phone do certain things this is the same type of approach so now they're making it easier to use siri um and string together your own custom action so is that so that's would, it would that be helpful for like you know you could do that with a smart home yep um set up processes like with um Alexa, you know, where you walk in, they have all these different Absolutely. things happen. Yep. Um, just a, just a related example, but, but different. So yeah, I'm going to have to, I feel like I do remember them talking about that uh, a little while ago. Yep. Um, I don't know why it wasn't in this release. You can do like group texting, like say you're to your family members that you're on your way home and then it'll automatically shoot a text to everybody, that kind of stuff, Yeah. which is definitely you know, making it easier to use, but it also a little bit more functionality with Siri aside from, hey, Siri, play my playlist kind of stuff. Yeah, totally. So, yeah. Yep. Cool. Okay. Cool. Hard- Those are the hardware. top things I saw that was interesting enough to talk Hard- about. But now, hardware. Yeah. talk about the hardware. I have no interest in any of the phones. I think they're all worthless. Uh... I think for you, because you're still on the 7. I'm on the 10. I have Oh, to... that's right. I, I'm sorry. I get that confused with your watch. Yeah. Which watch do you have again? <laughs> I have the original Apple Watch. All right. I promise you the 4 is what you've been waiting for. So as a hardware perspective, I'm not – I'm on the 10 too. I'm not, I'm not upgrading. I don't want a bigger phone, and the XS doesn't necessarily bring enough value to me. But, mm-hmm. you know, I think the X is perfect so far. So – and there's only slight tweaks to the hardware. So unless you're on a not 10 phone, if you have the X, I think it's worth the wait for another year before the next – iteration comes out yeah unless you want a giant phone so it's like the maxi phablet version you know the ix the xs or the 10x max yeah it's huge yeah yeah seriously huge it is huge and i and we you know is it's harder i think for guys uh sometimes without you know a, a, a bag or a purse to put that in you know you don't want that thing it's too big for your pockets right. you know it's just not good and forget about the one hand. I mean, it is definitely the same skinny still and just longer. But to me, the bigger thing is my thumb reach because I have a I have small hands. Mm-hmm, so. mm-hmm. Carney, <laughs> you're a carney. Let's not talk about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> moving on, moving, moving on. on. Yeah. All right. What did we? What else do we want to talk the, about? We well, we want to talk, talk about, about the. How about talking about the watch? I mean, I. So I'm in. I'm in. I feel like uh, relative agreement with you. Yes. Now, it is still, and because I'm not somebody that at this moment, <laughs> let me knock on wood, there's no, I don't have any major heart issues that need tracking, but the fact that they have an FDA-approved heart monitor out there that can perform actual diagnostic tests is a pretty 
big deal. And if there's anybody that I think that you'd be comfortable in the technology world sharing that type of data with, it's Apple. Absolutely. Uh, it's yep. all, you know, you control the what gets pushed to the cloud and everything else is just stored remotely on um, the phone itself, the actual device, which is harkens back to like, you know, the way that we were all used to interfacing with computers for a long, long time is, you know, if that hard drive got destroyed, it's gone. Or if you don't want somebody to access it, they they won't. And I'm, you know, we have yet to see, I think, um, major issues with anybody hacking into, into Apple. I think there was a cloud issue maybe a while back, but not the hardware itself. I mean, that is a different proposition. And I feel like there's a lot of people out there for whom, so my dad, who is 70 and has had in the past, not recently, uh, heart-related sort of surgery, you know, he was asking me, he's like, should I get this? And I said, you know, it seems pretty legit. I, I think uh, it's a major step forward, and it is evident where Apple is going to um, place some of their bets, and it's about wellness. You know, that all started Absolutely. a while ago with just even the marketing around Apple Watch, Nike, all of it. And this is that next step forward with an actual tangible, like I said, FDA-approved um, functionality. So I think they did, and I think it's pretty, too. I mean, I think it's a oh, good-looking yeah, watch. Especially the bigger version. I mean, I, I, I have this – I bought the watch, right? I have the 3, but mm -hmm. the trade-in value of the 3 was pretty good. I got 225 bucks for my trade-in value. Yeah. So it literally cuts the price of the new one, which I'm buying – to half. Which did you get it with stuff. cellular or just? I did. Yeah. Cellular. You got to get it with cellular because you don't want to be carrying your phone with you when you work out. That's the best part. So you, you can basically go phoneless with with this cellular piece. So you just play the music through your watch and with the air. Yep. Air you can get phone calls too. Um, yeah. If you want to take them, you know, that's the thing. I think the, the most interesting part of this new one is, of course, yes, the health features. It has the iOS, the watch OS 5 which is, um, of course, enhanced fitness. And, and it has a walkie-talkie mode, which is kind of cool. And, you know, of course, bigger, faster, and uh, more responsive is always nice to have, especially with these apps that run on the phone these days. So, I mean, if of all things, my friend, you need to get the 4. Well, and Can't wait it, any longer. Isn't the, yeah, iOS <laughs> or the Apple, or is it the uh, the fifth generation of the Apple system, right, that you mentioned? Mm -hmm. uh, isn't, it's a whole new um, user interface and UX generally, I think. Uh, the whole watch yeah. face, for example, has, you know, different, um, a different look and feel, different notifications. They bring a lot of that health information up to the front. Yep. Um, it just, a lot of it, new faces as yeah, well. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I get it. I'm down. I'm down. I'm not sure if I'd go cellular or whatever. I got to figure that out. But uh, yeah. it's on well, my I list. Mean, it's, on my, it, it's made the list it's, after. It's definitely a significant increase when you get cellular. It's like 125 bucks more. Right. So. Yeah. That's that's a big. And, and G, as long as I mean, GPS is just as good. If you don't necessarily care about carrying your phone around, you know, and you don't run with your I air AirPods in your ears, then you don't really care, you know. So, so that's where I draw the line. But anyway, if you don't get the four, I will definitely consistently mock you every show we do <laughs> until you get it. So, and it's already running late. So I ordered mine when they came out, and I'm not getting it until second week of October. Already. What? So yeah, you know how it is. They just they just pulling it up, slowing it down, slowing it down. Daggone. Well, I, I know. don't. So we we agree on the now. Here's the big one. Last thing we may have yeah. to come back. We may have to come back to Mobile World Congress in the next 
episode. No, we got time. We could just squish it in there. All right. You know, I think but, it was a, it's a smaller version of Mobile World Congress Barcelona. Anyway. One last thing before we move on to that then. Yeah, yeah. There was nothing else at the event. I mean, I think we have nope. to talk about this for a second. It was absolutely the most disappointing Apple event that I can remember. And there have been a couple that were fairly di- – I mean, I'm just saying I thought we were getting – I thought we were getting the new AirPods. Yeah, I was hoping for that too. I, I thought we were getting, an, I, you know, they were talking about new iPads, which I have to say, I'm such a huge fan of my iPad Pro. Yep. That I was kind of hoping that we'd see a new one. Um, I mean, I feel like that's been one of the best products they've come up with in the last, for a while, uh, is this iPad Pro. It's just, I use it constantly. I love it. Uh, and right now, I mean, they, man, they had this opportunity. And then nothing, I thought we were going to see some Macs, not that I care too much. but. Right. We just didn't see it, and that was a little surprising. Yeah, I think this is all about the iPhone and the watch, really. It's difficult to do, though. Like, how do you have an entire – like, the Apple Watch, absolutely. They finally got it to a place where I think it's a little more compelling. But the iPhones are basically iterational sort of improvements uh, on what we had. They introduced a bigger one. Now there's three sizes. Fine. But uh, they they didn't do much. Right. I, wonder what, I, think, I wonder what they're doing over I there. They're probably yeah, busy well, playing in their new, in the new the spaceship thing. headquarters. You know, exactly. I think there is something bigger on the horizon, which is why this is kind of the iterative. I mean, it's always the off. This is the off cycle anyway. It's every twenty-four months is when we get the big, big cool new thing, which is this is the S iteration, right? The slight improvement on technology, but nothing groundbreaking. Mm. So just Dispo- just give it time. Yeah, fail. I know. They fail. Same. Same. I'm here. Grade F. Now I'll give him a D because the Apple <laughs> right. Watch. The Apple right. Watch is interesting. Give him a D plus. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. All right. Quick. Quickly. Mobile World Congress Americas. Yeah. So, uh, did the tours again this year. Unfortunately, you missed that fun stuff, but mm-hmm. it was good. It was good. it was much more well attended than the other one. Oh, Definitely, um, different types of exhibitors actually more like barcelona this year if you remember last year was i'd say more carrier focused kind of things this is actually a lot more consumer and then um interesting from the standpoint of the four years from now area mm-hmm. um definitely a lot of real 5g stuff to see you know every time we cool. talk about 5g um there's like okay it's coming it's coming well now it's clear it's here and they showed a whole bunch of different deployments and how things are going to be done um, I think the uh, overall, there's a very interesting kind of AI and everything approach. But what, what I saw as far as the biggest trend is there are a lot of new companies that are capitalizing on the data that these IoT sensors are going to be generating, right? There's a lot of machine learning AI focused platforms that are now saying, look, we're going to get all this data coming from every single thing that's connected to the internet Mm -hmm. and now we're going to use machine learning because that's the only way to parse through this massive amount of data that's going to be generated uh, and making it usable from an insights perspective so there's a lot of b2b Um, i saw this one company dmi which was a fascinating platform that's taking data from telemetrics from cars the cars that are connected as well as self-driving cars yeah and they're taking all of the data, like how people are using the apps in the car and things like that, and turning it into kind of a research platform where they can build better cars and feed the information back to car manufacturers to add new features based on people's usage. So oh, great. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, 
there was also, you know, I wouldn't say it's such groundbreaking, but the coolest thing I saw was this guy who built a robotic suitcase that follows you around the airport. I mean, talk about applicable in my life, but Mm -hmm. it literally is your carry-on that you just kind of tether to your phone and then walk and it'll, it'll avoid obstacles and that kind of stuff. So it uses the same kind of technology as the collision avoidance or those alarms in your cars today. So it's not necessarily any new thing. It's just how they applied it. And Wesley Snipes was there. So what? <laughs> I sent you the picture, man. He was on my tour. And I have to say, the coolest thing I saw, well, there was a lot of drone stuff, of course, as usual. But uh, from a trend perspective, there are a lot of technologies now that are taking or creating a way for drones to communicate with other drones. So in this case, they have drones that fly. And then, you know, there are a lot of robotic technologies that are replacing conveyor belts in warehouses about packaging and things like that. So now they need something that allows the flying drones to talk to the drones on the road so it can pick up the box and take it the last mile. And there is a lot of work done around that, which is pretty amazing. Um, well, we've started... And that's where Wesley Snipes was there. <laughs> he was on your tour? Yeah. He was at the end of my tour. He, he kind of was a last-minute add-on, and he brought his drone-killing gun. Like, he literally took his stance like he does in Blade, mm-hmm. put it on his hip, and he was like, this is the drone-killing gun. Oh, my God. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> I think he has to pay off his, you know, his the IRS debt, so now he's getting into hardware as part of his diversification. Wow. wow. So, yeah. Other than that, you know, 5G is definitely real, and that's really what they were all talking about, and here's all the things you can do with 5G. Same kind well, of stuff that we saw. And we're starting to see um, Verizon rolling out some commercials for 5G also. Yep. So, it is but here's coming. the thing. It's going to hit the major cities first. People like in the far out suburbs and rural areas aren't going to see it for a while because the, the business case isn't there for the upgrades yet. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. But it's not going to really affect things unless you have 5G applications, right? So, so you had your brush with fame at Mobile World I did. Congress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little Wesley Snipes. Yeah. He also, yeah. Wesley Snipes, of course, was in Major League. He was uh, Willie Mays Hayes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I did have another brush with fame since we're kind of at the end of our stories here. Uh, I went to a charity event with my CEO this weekend. It was the Chive Charities, which is, uh, you know, what they do is they help uh, underprivileged kids, you know, cancer victims, that kind of thing, and and veterans. It's basically a a great charity event, and we donated some money, but there was – Bradley Cooper was there. What? Bradley Cooper. Yes. Wow. We're walking around. It was like a disco theme thing. So we're just walking around. And I'm like, that guy looks so familiar. Where have I seen him? He's a movie star because people started taking pictures with him and stuff. And then I got closer. I'm like, it's freaking Bradley Cooper. You were dancing with the stars. Yes, I was. Well, I wasn't really dancing. I was <laughs> trying to sneak some photos of Bradley I would Cooper. pay some money to see that. <laughs> you and Bradley Camp- Cooper doing like the two-step. That's right. He was yeah. dressed like a pimp, by the way. I mean, what? it was like... <laughs> Right, and I thought I saw Mario Batali too, but it was just some drunk fat guy wearing Crocs. So it was not Mario Batali. He he got he got in trouble. Yes, he did. That's why I thought he was at this party because you know. Yep. (laughs) But it wasn't him. Oh man! Well, I got to start hanging with you again. You're going. You're. you're, I'm telling you, we will. Shaking and yeah, it's good. Well, we we're gonna hang with each other. I know you're going to um, P2P Mm -hmm. next week. Right. 
Yeah. Yep. So that looks like an interesting event, right? Are you yeah. speaking? You're speaking. Yeah. Yeah. What are you speaking about? Well, it's not next week. So it's the week actually, yeah, uh, the week after. Uh, and I'll be talking about voice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so Voice commerce, which is your favorite. Voice commerce, which is you're, my favorite. You're the king of voice commerce. Love yes. voice commerce. I do it in my sleep. And mm-hmm. um, we'll be having that discussion with our friends at Clorox. And, nice. Uh, yeah. And it's a big event for us. It's always a big event. Very so cool. Happy Very to be cool. there. It's in Minneapolis. So if you can make it, get your ticket You got to check out Prince's house, man. I hear they turned it into like a museum. Go visit it. I have purple. <laughs> I, I'll take pictures. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we, we hit our 30-minute mark, my friend. It's always good to do the show with you. Sorry about the delay in the hiatus we had. No, yeah, no worries. Yeah, it happens. Yep. All right. And uh, next week, we'll, uh, we'll compare our app usage. <laughs> there we go. That's right. right. I got to remember, I got to get iOS 12 today. Fire it up and your watch. Don't forget your watch. And your watch. In God's All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the show. All the right. Train. Thank you. All right. Couple hands and damn slow poke. Got to get to my job because I got to get